Are you building a green business that works for you and for the planet? Season 3 of Where Ideas Launch walks you through the process of ideating, creating, developing and scaling a green idea from start to success. I leverage my experience along with the experts and micro-entrepreneurs running green business models today. Join us for this short series of 16 episodes of Positive Business Impact for Change. Polly Buckland sat on the client side in a marketing manager role at BMW UK Limited before founding what is now the Typeface Group, TFG, in 2010. She's an ideas person, blending creativity and commercial awareness to ensure the delivery team at TFG do just that. The Typeface Group are on a mission to give ambitious businesses robust websites that not only help achieve growth, but are carbon considered. Polly, welcome to Where Ideas Launch. Hi, Catherine. What inspired you to make your marketing firm eco-friendly? In 2019-2020, we were working with a couple of businesses that were really heavily focused on net zero carbon targets, primarily with regards to UK housing stock and smart homes. We were already working in that space. And then we met with Nancy Hine from True Horizon and did our first environmental assessment for our own business. At that time, we were looking very internally at what we could do and our our own responsibility as a business. At that point, we weren't really looking at what we could then offer onto our customers. In early 2021, we did our B Corp assessment. And alongside that, I was doing some research and stumbled across an article from Whole Grain Digital on digital carbon footprint and subsequently bought the book by their founder, Tom Greenwood, on sustainable web design. And I think our eureka moment there was I was reading it and I said to my co-founder, Natalie, we already do 90% of this. We're already there because we're following best practice for web builds. We optimize our websites from the ground up. um, And that is largely what best practice is for sustainable web design. So we made a commitment this year to give all web builds that we produce for our customers a carbon calculation for their homepage and actually an accessibility score. And what that does is it keeps us accountable and it raises awareness with with clients that might not necessarily have asked for that. They might not have even really computed that that they were gonna have a digital footprint anyway. So that's how this has all begun. What elements of the whole design of eco-friendly service businesses are important for, for other service businesses to understand? I mean, what things did you take into consideration from your B Corp to web design to, to make your business more eco-friendly? So I guess the one that ties both together is choosing your suppliers carefully. I think within the B Corp assessment, there's quite a few questions that tie to the suppliers that we use. And certainly from a uh, your website as a website owner perspective, like who's going to host your website? Do, do their data centers run on renewable energy? It's a very it's a very quick and easy decision to make, actually, but it's one that can have quite an impact. So look, look at your suppliers. Look at your content. I think certainly with digital communications, previously sort of more was best for SEO as well. Just get the traffic in by producing more and more and more content. And I think that needs to be more considered now. There needs to be more of an essentialist approach. So if you've still got blogs on your website announcing your Christmas party from three years ago, if someone stumbles on that, there is going to be a carbon output. And why it's not relevant. So I think having a clear down um, in your business of of your blog posts, of your junk folder in your email, of your sent items, sort of clear everything down, because if it's being stored, it's having an impact. 
Yeah, that's so important. And I think a lot of people underestimate the actual size of this. And especially in this uber digital age that we're in right now. I mean, I have some email accounts that are overwhelmed with meals from marketers, etc. How how can we better control this? I think you just need to schedule some time. Um, I think you need to delegate within the, within your businesses. So everyone needs to be personally responsible for their own inbox. There's also some nice little extensions. There's an extension um, on, on Google where if you're going to send an email that's less than three or four words, there'll be a pop-up and it'll go, really? Do you really need to send that? Um, I think uh, making it part of your daily routine is quite important. I mean, there's no two ways about it. People need to shift how they're working. I spoke to a client recently who's producing content for their website. And she said, well, I was thinking about four blogs a month. And I said, well, why? Like, what? why? You need to kind of push back and start questioning. Well, if you've got not four things to say, I, it would be better to write one really, really rich piece of content that's going to answer the questions of, of the people that are landing on your site. Um, it's going to be more sort of searchable more discoverable because it's rich rich content in line with google's e principle it's going to be relevant to people that land on it so it will be worth the output that it has and it, it will make the business seem more authoritative as well so it's that more considered approach yeah. um more essentialist approach to uh, to producing content i guess how do we measure and track our footprint data are there really good websites processes that we can we can use tell us tell us about that journey the answer is it's really really difficult and again all roads for me at the moment in terms of the research that I'm doing and the authority within the industry lead back to whole grain digital they have produced a website carbon calculator and what what it does is it kind of it measures data transfer energy intensity the energy source how the data centers are powered the carbon intensity of the electricity and the website traffic. And it's this engine where you put your uh, URL into it and it will come out with a basically a percentage, performance percentage of your website and the carbon output. And it will give you, which is really nice, based on 10,000 visits a year, this is the equivalent of carbon that you're producing. So it makes it relatable. Yeah. Um, that's a single web page. There is nothing that I found that would give you a whole website carbon calculation, which is something that I'm in the early stages of trying to work on. But what people can do is read up on what the best practice is and employ that. I mean, I've always I've always had a thing against stock imagery. I just think it doesn't really say much about the personality of your business if you're if you're using stock imagery. But more so that image will have like images are really, really slow down your page loading time, which in line with Google's uh, core vital updates this year, it is a, is a key consideration that that page load and, and content delivery. But it also is often the thing that has the most negative impact on the carbon output of that page. Yeah. So even if you don't have a whole website um, carbon calculation, you can absolutely be removing images that actually don't have much purpose on your website. It will make a difference. It's tricky to find the measure right now but it but it will make it will make a difference yeah no that's really interesting I think it's a lot of things that we we think about but we don't actively think about the impact we're having by being slow to react yeah. and and that's what's key so from a B Corp perspective what what else do we need to be messaging for example on our website I do think more and more people are looking for corporate social responsibility statements 
I do think that that is a consideration in both B2B and B2C buying now. I think I read a stat like 72% of people are now considering the values of a business before they purchase from them. I think it's important to also recognise, right, that B Corp isn't just about the environment. It is about governance, your workers, community, um, the environment and customers. So I think it is a more holistic uh, measure of uh, kind of the metal of a business. So I would really recommend anyone pick up their phone, get on their laptop, go to the B Corp assessment and do it. It's yeah. no obligation. It's free to do. And just see where you're coming out. The, re- the reason we went for B Corp, we'd already spoken to Nancy about it. But I was sat on the sofa on a Friday night with a glass of wine and I did the B Corp assessment on my phone. And that was the beginning. You, unless you start measuring, you can't improve. Um, and I think that's a really important uh, message. You, you, if, if you want to be more environmentally considered, you need to find your baseline. Tell me a little bit, and I want to I dig into something potentially controversial here. So just recently, we witnessed what's happened at BrewDog in terms of their treatment of employees or employees who are pushing back against some of the culture of the company about sort of manipulation, et cetera, that's been going on um, or that they allege has been going on, I should say. And there's been a question coming up uh, around what's B Corp's role in ensuring that companies stick to what they've pledged in in their assessment, et cetera. What are your thoughts on on this and whether or not B Corp should respond? It's really tricky, isn't it? So when you're doing a B Corp assessment, you need 81 points to become accredited, which means you don't have to be perfect and you don't have to even answer every question. And we've submitted our assessment at this point, so we haven't been assessed. So I can't speak in kind of first-hand experience as to what the assessment looks like and how deep they delve into your um, evidence and your proof of how you've answered the questions. Um, I'm not sure it's for B Corp to respond to. I don't think the fact that B, uh, BrewDog are accredited and yet not perfect reflects badly on B Corp. I think uh, the message is very much working towards being better for your people, the environment communities. Um, it's, it's definitely for BrewDog to address, I think. And, and yet the assessment or certainly the interrogation of the assessment and the production of evidence by the companies that have submitted could be could be more thorough maybe, then I would imagine the price of being B Corp accredited will rise, right? Because they've got to put the people behind it to do the additional check. Part of me thinks if a business is going to go through the time, energy and investment of becoming B Corp, they're going to go into that with kind of open hearts and full integrity. This could just be a case of the leadership team at BrewDog genuinely not knowing. And therein lies a wider problem for them, right? It's about making sure that you've got a constant flow of communication. Even if you're growing and ambitious and taking over uh, your sector, you can't forget the small stuff. And we've been using um, a tool called Office Vibe, which is great because what it does is it sends a pulse of quest of random questions out to our team every two weeks so we have that con and I really like the explanation we have that pulse so even if we're busy 
we're still getting that constant feedback and then it, it will really flag if there's an issue and of course you need your employees to be really really open and honest yeah to get to get the best out of it you know, it's it's an interesting discussion because you know I don't know if you've you've seen like Seaspiracy and some of these programs on Netflix where they really get into the accreditation bodies for their let's call it limited due diligence around yeah. around this stuff and I think it's becoming quite a problem because even you know there, there are a number of instances where accreditation bodies have failed to do that check and I, I recognize. Your, your argument around the cost, right? Because yes, it becomes more expensive to accredit if you do have to do the work, but we people also need some kind of guarantee that this thing is reliable, right? Otherwise, why do it? Yeah, so so I think this is, this is gonna be an, an interesting and continuing debate as we go mm. forward. And I do just wonder if it's almost like the, the pulse they need to be requesting of anyone that's assessed on a quarterly basis, submit these three bits of evidence. And we'll do it at random. Yeah. And if you don't submit it, then yeah. we suspend your accreditation because that can be automated to a degree. Yes. If B Corp choose to to respond to it, because I think it's the first big uh, question mark, right? And I'm not sure it's a case of just, I'm not sure the answer is to just make this massive example of Blue Brewdog, who are doing good as well, and have I I, I read I sort of skim read the response right. They've they seem to be taking responsibility. It'll be interesting to see how it all evolves. I think this this part of the sustainability story is often underlooked. So yes. we talk often about climate and, and the environment, but we don't talk about decent work. Um, 100%, 100%. Yeah. And I think there's that degree of greenwashing, right? Yes. Um, I was, um, I was on a, a call recently and uh, someone as part of a wider group basically said, well, you can call it what it what, what you want but people really only care about the bottom line and I thought well actually they don't I've met a lot of people that really really don't and they do take this holistic view of their of their business and their impact and doing good for the community I think it would be really sad to discredit all the good work and positive energy that businesses businesses have put into their B Corp journey so it's like that cancel culture I don't I don't think we discredit all the good because of maybe one question mark no, I absolutely agree with you. What are you currently working on that's going to probably change change the game again for your business and for this whole idea of carbon neutrality? At the moment, I am in conversation with our web host, who's an independent UK business. They've already got a pretty strong corporate social responsibility policy themselves, which is why we chose them as a supplier. Um, They run their data centres on 100% renewable energy. But the reality is they don't have a measure at the moment for site on site energy usage. And I would really like to be achieving that the carbon measure on on the dashboard on, on the back end of a website. I think that needs to be the norm. From what I've seen, it doesn't exist at the moment. That locally to us with M3 Enterprise, I believe there's like an environmental innovation fund. So I believe that there's potentially some funding there. I feel like I understand what the customers want and need and can help in communicating that. And I'm trying to marry that up with the technical team at the web host. Hopefully we can all come together and, and produce something that could be rolled out eventually to anyone with a website. I think people need to understand that their websites have a carbon output first yeah. um, 
and and see that measure and see how they can improve it so that's what's in store for us as well as working with a number of clients on web builds how can people keep in touch with you or get involved with the work at the typeface group so uh, we're at the typefacegroup.co.uk and i am pretty active on twitter at uh, my username is at typeface C. All our contact details are on the website. We're always interested in being part of the conversation. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Polly, for joining us today. I think this was a really enlightening session. And I do hope my listeners uh, get something and take something away from this session or even get in touch with you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. This episode was brought to you today by the EcoBusiness Growth Club by Catherine Ann Byam and by The Space Where Ideas Launch. The EcoBusiness Growth Club supports positive impact SMEs with coaching, know-how and community support toward achieving the impact and reach they set out to make. You can find out more by connecting with Where Ideas Launch on Instagram or following the hashtag Where Ideas Launch across all of your social media.